Don't mind me, Slay. I'm just looking at my uh, smoking glass box again. Carlos hooked me up. He's got me the right video, the correct Apple video that I know how to operate. Now I can send it. Had to be transferred. Went through three laptops, (laughs) four iPads, and back to your phone. He comes in here. He goes, just push that. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you, Carlo. You should have said, you push that. (laughs) Yeah. That's why I have you in here to help me push these things. I, I have no idea what I'm doing. If it's Apple to Apple, I'm your man. If it's not, uh, I'm basically in the Stone Age. I got nothing. Darbo wants uh, Abercrombie and Fitch back. Oh, that's a good one. It still exists. Does it? Yeah. Like as a can, brick and mortar store yeah, or you just can go online? to Abercrombie and Fitch. Like there's just, actual locations? Yeah, I've been to uh, Abercrombie recently. Darbo. Yeah. Uh, it's there, bro. Where, Emily? Where's the Where's the one that you've been to? So we can send him on a Yeah, on why a, are you mad at Darbo? <laughs> I mean, just Darbo <laughs> I guess didn't know they were around. Bad. It was like over a year ago because it was when I was in Connecticut. So maybe See, it's just now not this in is California on you. Anymore. When your response was, "Ugh, but they exist." So mad where, where is it? It's Connecticut. I mean, he's it's a online. listener. I mean, in in less, but online is the point that we're making. It's we want to okay. go into the store. You can't you can't be mad at. Why are you mad at Travis? Anymore? The no. nearest no. one was in Connecticut. What about Aeropostale? Are they around? Uh, I haven't seen Aeropostale. This guy said Sears is gone. Fries is on life support. Could never afford Toys R Us. <laughs> Bring back Discovery Zone. You remember Discovery Zone? I don't. Discovery Zone wasn't that the. Uh, it was. Are they in Connecticut? <laughs> like it sounds like a la- like there. a laser tag. <laughs> no, it wasn't laser tag, but it was definitely one of those like kids, Dave and Buster's with kids, Chuck E. Cheese. I think it was like one what's of it those. called? Discovery Zone. I don't, you don't remember. remember Discovery no. Zone? No, I. Do they I, have I'm, trampolines? Oh my god! If it's gosh. the one I'm thinking of, first of all, there's a trampoline fun park on every corner in suburban America. Yeah, it and can it, break your arm at any one. Of them. I was, <laughs> yes, it is. The, if you're looking for the quickest way to sprain your child's ankle or give him a concussion, this, this is this is the place for you. Discovery Zone might be the place that I applied to twice and was denied. Was this when you were in your- uh, 16. What's that? I always forget the rec center that you worked at? Kennedy Rec Center. Kennedy Rec Center. Was you looking to upgrade to the fun zone? No, no, no. No, this was- Once I got Kennedy Rec- I get promoted to the Discovery Fun Zone, look out. I'm on my way. Once I got Kennedy Rec, there was no other job that I wanted. That was like the job that I wanted. But it was- I think I had applied to Discovery Zone, and my mom had a freaking daycare growing up. So I was using it as like, guys, I'm around kids all the time. Like, I mm. think I'm going to be good with kids. And the guy basically told me, he's like, no, not interested. And I had a buddy that even worked there. <laughs> was he graduate from UCLA? I don't know what he was. Very UCLA fan. No, bro, not interested. And then it was Golden Corral. The, the oh, buffet? No. Yeah. No. It didn't work there. You know what happened? I think I told this story once. You time. got rejected from Golden Corral? <laughs> no. Why? No, I got the job at Golden oh, Corral. Okay, good. And then I told them, uh, the guy just calls me randomly. I was waiting to see what happens with Kennedy Rec Center. I had also applied to Golden Corral, went in for an interview, blah, blah, blah. I killed it. I nailed it. Um, <laughs> Couldn't say no. Uh, so the guy calls me, and he kind of just called me randomly, and I was waiting to find out from Kennedy Rec. And he goes, hey, just want to let you know, we'd like to offer you the job. What was the job? I think I was just going to be Chef. a bus boy or something like that. Just something along those lines. Fill up the green beans. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. And he's and when he's <clears throat> when he offers me the job, my response to him was, "Can I call you back?" Well, that's a power I was going to call Power I was going to call the rec center. <laughs> 
and now and I'm I got negotiating. This, I got this big offer from Golden <laughs> now, Corral. Now you're going to have to meet me. So you, you know, I, I'd, I'd rather come your way, but you know, I'm I'm basically on the verge of running the local Gordon Corral. So I'm going to need you to up the benefit package. Can I get some stock in the Kennedy Rec Center? Can I be? Can we do some sort of IPO? So I don't know what you guys want to do, but I just say. You have 50 minutes to make a decision. That's terrific. <laughs> I love that story. So then, and nobody answered when I called Kennedy Rex, so then I called Golden Corral back, and the guy said, we'll now call you back. He he double-powered oh, wow. me. He reverse-powered me. Reverse-powered me. <laughs> ended up getting the job at Kennedy Rex. You never want, and I didn't have to work at the buffet. You never want the, the dreaded reverse power. Yeah, no, it was reverse. <laughs> that, that GM there, I remember... What happened to your job? I got reverse powered. That GM thought he was running the win in Vegas. Like he thought he was the GM at the win. I, okay, so that guy is either the best employee or the worst one. Like if they're taking it seriously, like, hey, look, I'm going to treat this like I'm running the win. Yeah. It's like, okay, that guy's taking it seriously. That's good. Or it's like, dude, it's Golden Corral and El Cajon. Calm down. Second one. <laughs> it, was it was definitely the second one. Because the way he was, even I remember interviewing for the job, it was as if I was working at freaking NASA. I'm like, you're going to have me grab a couple plates, rinse them off, and just keep the buffet line moving. Does my training consist of anything more than, are you finished with that? Can I clear that for you? It's like the combine where they're just grilling these guys That's with questions. Great. I said, I will call you back. And I called him back, and he said, no, 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 you no, said, you, I will call you back. I'm said, like, all right. 16, is that what you said? Yeah, 16. I, can, okay, so put I think your, I just turned 16. Put yourself in the shoes of the Golden Corral manager. Okay, you're like, you got you got 20 guys applying yeah, it wasn't for this a good bus move. boy yeah, it wasn't job. A good move. Yeah. And, and you say, you know what, this Sliwa kid seems like a good bet. I'm going mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to offer it to the Sliwa kid. Yeah. And you go and you dial in the number, and it's like, uh, can I speak with Alan Sliwa, please? Yeah, speaking. So this is uh, Tony from Golden Corral. I thought, uh, you know, you might want to get started. We'd like to offer you the job. Yeah, I'll get back to you on that. A 16-year-old deflecting looking for a better offer. That's the ball's terrific. on you. They had a better 401k over at, uh, at Kennedy Rec. You know what he told me, too? He said, I actually remember this now, that he said, I didn't sound like I was committed. And I'm like, wow. That, that's one of those times. But he too. was probably right because I he gave offered me the job instead of saying, "Hey, thank you. I'm looking forward to starting." I was like, "Listen, um, I will give you a call soon. I'm not sure when, but just stay near your phone." This is one of those times where you wish you had a time machine to go back and tell yourself, "No, this this is an opportunity to." take advantage of a story that you're going to tell for the next 30 years. When Tony, the Golden Corral manager, says, you don't sound like it's because I'm not, Tony. It's Golden Corral in El Cajon. I'm 16. I'm going to be the bus boy. I'm not committed to it. I, I, I'm, I'm looking you think my parents are happy about this, Tony? I'm looking for as little work as possible. I want it to be as easy as possible. I'm not looking for upward mobility. I'm just looking to make my 100 bucks a week and keep it moving. Tony, so when you told your off, mom Tony. that you're going to be an assistant manager at Golden Corral, did she go out of her way to just tell the entire family? Not committed to you, Tony. Denied twice a job at Discovery Zone. Now it's coming back to me. Twice? Twice. It's by the same people or did you unimpress two different groups? No, I unimpressed one person twice. Let's Bastard. bring Sliwa back in. Maybe maybe I missed something the first time. Right. Nope. Same kid. Don't want him. <laughs> Go back to Kennedy, Sliwa. <laughs> oh, so you think you have experience because your mom has a daycare? No. Looking for a different idiot with no experience. DeJuice in LA. You're on with Trav and Slee. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Good morning. Top of the morning. Same to you. Um uh I, I, three coaches 
bubble championship and basically losing seasons for our expectations over the last four to five years, and we still pointing the finger at other people. Address the elephant in the room. It's clutch sports is the problem. We last night, there, when, when the Lakers made a run last night, and if you looked on the floor, they brought back in their starting five. Our starting five was all clutch players. And we're, we're getting the wrong ones, not the superstars. Uh, Brown, where did he come from? Uh, 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 Toscano, clutch. Uh, AD, clutch. LeBron, clutch. Uh, over the years, eight and nine clutch players on the team. And, and, and for us to say that Russ was to get traded, nobody's going to pick up that trade, that $47 million contract. Sure they are. And he's not producing. Yeah, no, so, no. Okay, let, let me let me answer a couple of these because you bring up some interesting points. Number one, let's do the last thing you said first. That's exactly what makes him attractive is the $47 million. right? the books. You get to clean your books. They want it on their ledger so that when he's done at the end of the year, you got a $47 million hole that you get to fill yeah. with different players. Yeah. That's where his value is. And That's and the I, only I, value he has. Can I add one has. thing, too? If you're a team that's trying to tank right now because they all want to go after Victor, yeah. if the Utah Jazz are all of a sudden winning some games in the beginning, they're like, we got to get rid of these guys. <laughs> yeah, get Jordan Clarkson I'm, I'm not here. kidding. That, that's, that's probably right. the thought process is if we start winning games, whatever sort of good players we have, if we get rid of them and then we're not going to use Russ because we'll probably tell Russ to go home, that's advantageous to them. So as far as the clutch thing goes to, to address DeJuice's problem or uh, question, Look, this is not new. There have always been agents or agencies in the NBA that control player movement. You know, a million years ago, it was somebody different. It, there, there have been moments where it was David Falk. There have been moments where it was Bill Palenka. Duffy. There's been Palenka. There, there have been guys. Palenka's a little bit different because he only, he had Kobe. Kobe was his guy. Was Harden, guy. I want to say, was there yeah, too. But yeah, but like Clutch and these other guys. David Falk had Jordan and all these. You know, they, they had – there's always been a, an agent or an agency – that has influence. This is not new, and it's the price of doing business with getting some. If you want to deal with Michael Jordan, you deal with David Falk. If you want to deal with LeBron James, you deal with Clutch. That's that's fine. It's the price of doing business. But what you need, in conjunction with being do business partners with them, yeah. bringing in one of their players, you need to have an honest relationship at some point where when an idea from maybe the agency comes up, say, listen, I hear what you're saying. I know that this is what you, what's in the best interest of your clients and maybe over here, but this is not going to work for us and here's why. And they, it needs to be a two-way street. You can't just let them steamroll you. I'm not saying that, but that an agency has influence on a team, that's not new. That's been going on for 40 years. Remember, uh, what was it, a month ago, DeRozan did that podcast with J.J. Redick? Mm-hmm. It was also identifying the wrong person, right? If you had a chance to go get DeRozan, and this is from DeMar DeRozan. This right. is not me. This is not you. This isn't just rumors. DeMar DeRozan thought he was going to be a Laker. They got Russell Westbrook. That one move has forced last year a wash. There's nothing. And it's leaking into this year. Does yep. this year seem any different than last year? Not at all. It seems like... you know It I just, might be worse. Well, this is the kind of the funny thing. I feel like... I'm still in last year. Like, I feel like the season ended and then the season restarted and it's back to the same year. Well, I said it to you a day or two ago that this feels like they're rerunning last year's thing. Like, let's try it again. It's like, it's a new season. Let's try a new thing with new guys. Different approach. You got a different coach? Let's try something new. This does not feel particularly new. I have a tweet, guys. So, Dan Peralta says, uh, Alan Sliwa, don't sweat the Golden Corral. Dave Roberts couldn't manage that place 100% he couldn't. (laughs) 
Well, it depends on what they told him to do. For all I know, Dave Roberts interviewed me. Dave, put Dave the Roberts told me no. First, then the green beans. Put the mashed potatoes at the very front. You want him to fill up on the cheap stuff. Don't put the prime rib and the smoked salmon at the very end. That's the expensive stuff. You got to hide it in the back. Wait until you go two, th- two times through the buffet line before you bring in the uh, the prime rib. I was leveraging Golden Corral for the Kennedy Requiem. <laughs> terrific. Kennedy I absolutely love it. DeMarco Farr, the Super Bowl champ, joins us next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is your company, Slee. <laughs> there you go. Taco salad, hot roast beef sandwiches. Emily, were you a Golden Corral um, customer? <laughs> I did. My family used to go after church on Sunday sometimes. So uh, I don't know if I told this story before or not, but I, when I was a kid, I could only have two pieces of bacon uh, for breakfast. Like That's all I was allowed to have. But I went to Golden Corral with my aunt and uncle. And oh, you did tell the story. And they were like... Oh yeah, you can get go crazy. However much you want. They didn't know about the two <laughs> two bacon rule. I came back with a plate of bacon, just bacon, stacked really high, and I set it down at my little table, and I was ready to eat it. Like six years old, uh, and then yeah, I just did not. I got a little sick after. That. I will. Yeah, I would <laughs> think a pile of bacon at six years old is yes. aggressive. That's surprising. It sounds like heaven. The golden corral. <laughs> the golden corral that I know that I interviewed for. Only have the best quality when it comes to bacon. So DeMarco Farr joining us here in studio. We'll talk a little Rams and Niners coming up in That's just how a I little bit. Uh, I want to die on a plate of bacon. <laughs> well, yeah, I want to OD on bacon. I, I, I feel like the odds are not zero. Awesome. Yeah, good, right? Yeah, <laughs> die happy. Yeah, keep it coming. I, I mean, my, I'm putting myself in that as well. Um, I want to. We'll get to your shooting contest between the two of you coming up in just a little bit. Yeah, this guy just shared what? something that I did not know of. But what? go ahead. I could. I told you yesterday. You just didn't listen to me. But that's well, fine. Maybe you should have texted me after the show. <laughs> <laughs> See, okay, let's start right here. He was telling me I could beat Demarco. I said, here, here's just wait. Why did no, no. It, it wasn't I can beat DeBarco. Yeah. Something came up. What what was the it? The Laker three point shooting is what we were talking about. Okay. You're like, well, I can make a few. Was it eight percent? Some yeah. something like we got into the fact of who would win a shooting contest between this person or that person. Uh, you yeah. got brought into it, and I said that when we and I did the show together on Tuesday, yeah, that you told me you can shoot a little bit. I I can shoot better than eight percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So when Slee's like, no, I could beat DeMarco. I said, here's my. Why did you is- think that immediately? Well, because I have confidence in Do my jumper. Do I look jumper. like that guy? No, I just oh, have confidence in my this jumper. This is just you. Yes. I thought you were looking at me like I can beat that guy. My. No. Oh. He's saying, what he's saying is if you're an athlete. A professional athlete. A professional athlete. Yeah. Then you could do it all. And I'm like, okay, I get that. I understand that. Kirk Morrison hit 39 home runs. <laughs> you were solid at third base. I get all that. Yeah, yeah. You can go outside of your sport. If I could do one thing, I think it's hit a jumper. 
So I had confidence in myself. And then you said something about a Ray Allen camp. What the hell are you talking Up about? Up in Seattle. I was in college. He was playing for the uh, Supersonics. And so, he came down and clinicked us on a three on a jump shot. I don't doubt, Slee, that you can Ray shoot. Ray Allen out of all players? <laughs> I don't doubt that you can shoot among your peer group. Gary Payton? When, the con- when it comes to an athletic endeavor, always pick the professional athlete. It's not super complicated, right? You played in the NFL you're, and won a Super Bowl. Yeah. You played college football and won a national championship. Yes. You played high school football and won a state championship. Correct. I have a feeling yeah, he might two, be able to move. They're two different sports. Well, not really. No, it's, it's, just, a, it's, it's athletic ability. It's just competition. It's competition. You see how I'm looking at you now, right? See, <laughs> hey, Let me give you an example. Once we've established you that example. you didn't look at me and say, I can beat that guy, DeMarco. now I like you again. DeMarco, okay, let go me ahead. give you an example. Go ahead. Antonio Gates played college ball, right? Yes. Yeah. Antonio Gates is known as – he used a lot of his plays in the NFL almost as if he was posting somebody else. used to post up. up in the red zone. Okay. Yes. That's different because I know Antonio Gates was a basketball player. I didn't know you play basketball. How am I supposed to know you play basketball? It's not play basketball. He's a professional athlete. Whether yeah, but it's you're tying any, in. He means I could have played basketball the, the, if I chose this if sport. He, he has the natural the, – the clay was there yeah. to pick a thing. Yeah. His clay is different than yours. You know the only problem <laughs> hoop with me was? Mm-hmm. They had me garden centers. You can't move me, but you can always shoot over me. Yeah. So the sport just didn't fit my body type. So football was easier. How many threes? But it's not like I can't play. Where's your favorite to shoot threes from? <laughs> anywhere. Top of the key? Anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. Okay. All right, so so let's just say top of the key. Okay, take fine. Take 10 threes. Yeah. How many do you think you hit? Can I ask a question real Go quick? Go ahead. Are yeah. we doing like high school distance, college distance, NBA distance? NBA. Okay. Yeah. It's a little far, but okay. <laughs> That's out there. Oh, this is done already. <laughs> this, is out there. This, is, this is already over. Okay, never mind. How many are you hitting? Are we playing in a game or just me and you? No, we're just shooting three. I want one on one, watching? please. This guy wants, this guy, this guy wants to play. Yeah, what are we doing? <laughs> I'm not doing that. He wants to play 21 against me. What are uh, we doing? We're just taking threes. We're just shooting threes. 60%. Okay. All right. Now, if that's it's a, a lot. If it's that's a, that's if it's really, a competi- really good. 60%. Now, you said top of the key is the easiest shot. Top of the key is yeah, the easiest, easiest shot. shot. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's okay, move. so if you go two, corner, you, did, you take 10 total. 40. Okay. Baseline 40. When yeah. do you want to do it? Anytime. Any, okay. Anytime, anywhere. All right. I'm, what, what did I say? Right, as we'll soon as you texted yeah. yeah, we'll me, as soon as Emily texted me, what did I say? Anytime, anywhere. Yep. Okay, we'll coordinate. Yeah. All right, my, my next question was how much we got on it. Good question. I said this yesterday, but now you're out of the mix because there's just no point of, how about a steak dinner? A trip to the Pink Rhino? Oh, done. Let's go. It's not Either one. a steak dinner at the Pink Rhino. <laughs> right, let's go. Peppermint Hippo. Yeah. Let's just make sure oh, that right, we get right, the right. right place. Peppermint Hippo. Yeah. I like it. Okay. My man's sleep. Do you feel, still feel good about your chances? I, listen, I'm I'm ready to do it. When he What's wants to background? do it, I'm do it. Did you play hoop? I played basketball my, my entire life. I mean, it's not like I'm sitting here. I just Did you play I in loved, high school? Yeah, I played high school. Did you play in the varsity? I played... JV, I didn't have you ever played with Ray Allen. Yeah, (laughs) because there are layers. There are layers to the answers to these questions. So basketball, I played my entire life. Right. And if there's one thing that I thought I'm okay at is (laughs) is who hitting my hitting my jumpers. Okay, let's go. So we'll do it. All right, done. I I I get in on this too. Oh, I'm going. Whenever you guys do it, yeah, but get in on it too. Take some jumpers too. I'll shoot, but I won't. I'm not going to beat him. Can't we like do a remote or something? Did you have him commentate as we do it? Put the headsets on. <laughs> I said I'm well, not. The I said I'm I'll not rebound him. Which means there's another person in the room that I can't meet. <laughs> I, I like this. Let's let, let's we make should. it happen. I love it. Let's I do it. it. I'll do it. All right. Uh, 
what is it? The Niners have beaten the Rams. I'm going to go stretch. 433 times in a row during the regular season. Yeah. Uh, Rams got it done when it mattered most. That, I, I've heard this for me. Well, the offensive line is banged up for San Francisco. That Debo might not play. That Joey Bosa um, is is dealing with a groin injury. All these things. That this gives a Rams. I've heard this song so many times to Marco. Should I listen to it or are we going to get a repeat of what we've seen so many times before? You know what? They have a psychological edge over the Rams. It, 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 that's obvious. JB Long and I just spent an hour talking about this where the Rams have had a chance to bury them. The 49ers have, have come in scuffling if you they're teetering on the edge of, you know, just falling into a cliff and they wind up playing their best game against you. So there's no way to say it. Look, they just think they're better than you. Um and even after uh JB said this, after they lost to Kansas City, all their beat writers said, "Well, at least you have the Rams coming up next." Mm. I mean, this is minutes Damn. after the defending getting Super Bowl champion, right? Exactly. So that's how they feel about you. So the best thing about this week is the Rams are coming off a bye. Mm-hmm. They're as healthy as they're ever going to be this year. So I think it's now time for you to step forward and play your best game against them. Not only just win, this is your opportunity to absolutely take it to them. You know, we we said style points don't matter. Just go get the W. Throwing it out the window. You need to look great beating the 49ers at home this week. Did you have a squad when you play where it's just mentally, you just knew like, all right, yeah, this is just different. And the only reason I ask the question is, I wonder where the Rams are mentally when they take on the San Francisco 49ers. Seems like every time they play, I know they got the one in the playoffs, which is the only thing that matters. But did you ever face a team where – they had you mentally. And by the way, I'm sure that's 90% of it right there. If they have you mentally, then the chance of you winning is, is a oh, lot yeah. tougher. Was Them. it the Niners? Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, when I was a player, I think they had beaten us like 17 straight. Mm. It, was, it was ridiculous. Not only did they beat us, they laughed at us. I think I told you this story. We're, we're playing them in Bush Stadium in St. Louis. We had just moved. And Jerry Rice goes in motion, right? And we had completely screwed it up. So he's going in motion across the formation, and nobody ran with him. And we're in man coverage. And I could hear him giggling as he went by. <laughs> right. I'm in a three-point stance. And I can hear him laughing as he goes as he goes by. And they time out. Again. <laughs> yeah, right. It was ridiculous. It was absolutely DeMarco terrible. DeMarco called the timeout. So they, they, they buried us. They kept beating us. We had a chance to beat them when, I can't remember the running back. Garrison Hurst was their running sure. back. Mm. We had a ch- They had Jim Drunkenmiller at quarterback. Boy. Exactly. Aye, aye, aye. We had a chance to beat them, and we lost that game. It was just like... No matter what, we just can't beat them. It was just this psychological edge. But that 99 season, we all got together as a group and said, look, Super Bowl is one thing, but we can't go anywhere until we beat them. Hmm. We have to beat the 49ers first, and then we'll worry about what comes after that. DeMarco, the Rams are 3-3, three and three, and you know, you and I, we talk every week on the Rams pregame show. We talk about Sean McVay. We talk about Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson and Cam Akers and why isn't, Allen, you know, why isn't this happening on offense? Why isn't the offensive line? We do talk about Aaron Donald because he's Aaron Donald. But and there's no one else to talk th- about. There's not a lot of <laughs> yeah. Jalen, obviously. But yeah. the Rams are 3-3. Three and three. Are, are the only reason they are three and three? The only reason that they're still in the mix is because of Raheem Morris and the defense that he's put together that has allowed them to keep their head above water. Because the offense has not been good, full stop. Really, pretty, pretty much everybody you mentioned, save for Cam Akers, yeah, uh, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Bobby Wagner. Your top flight guys are the reason you're three and three. You really are. So there's a lot of guys that need to step up and contribute to what's going on on the football field, but. Jalen Ramsey, I think, is – he has four tackles for loss. 
and I think he is second on the football team mm. in tackles for loss. That's a cornerback that has more tackles for loss than mm. some of your outside linebackers or all of your outside linebackers. That can't happen. That's just not a way to run a defense. So there are a lot of guys that still need to contribute to what's been going on on defense. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. This defense right now is leading the football team. This defense has all the best players on it. So if you're going to be, if it is to be, it's going to be up to them. So are they going to have to win games seventeen to fourteen? Is that how they're going to have to win these games? I hope not, because Brian Allen is back at center. So your biggest voice, a Super Bowl winning center, is back in the huddle. So you have your loudest voice uh, back when you talk about calling protections. This is the way we're going to slide. It's loud and it's confident. Everybody listens. So you can take care of that. That that goes to protecting Matthew Stafford. Number two. You can stop having these stupid pre-snap penalties. Mm. You know what I mean? Sure. It's not a center that's saying, okay, it's on two, guys. No, yeah. it's on two. Let's go. Yeah. Like that. So it's a little bit different. So having him back is going to be huge. And Van Jefferson's coming back. So I made a mistake years ago when Deshaun Jackson was here. I thought he was your fastest player, top-end speed guy. I was corrected on the field pregame. It's not him. It's actually Van Jefferson. Really? Van mm. Jefferson is your fastest guy, top-end. So having that guy back takes the top off the defense. Plus, he's great in this McVay offense doing that Cooper Cup, Robert Woods type stuff. So your offense functions better functions better with him in, in the lineup. So your offense now has a chance to be explosive again. One more quick one. If they did lose, they lose to the Niners again, they're 3-4. and four. You think they still make the playoffs? Wow. Probably not. I mean, I think it would be just too psychologically damaging if you lose to the 49ers again, and then you'd be 3-4. and four. And then what's coming next? Now, I don't know what Tampa's going to be by the time you get down there. Um, Problem is you could have Seattle and San Francisco on top of you in the division. And Geno as- Smith is, has them rolling. I, I think to get to where you want to go, to get back and into the playoffs and defend this championship, you're going to have to beat San Francisco this weekend. Not only is that a sentence I never thought I heard, but it's true that Geno Smith has them rolling. Yeah, he absolutely does. I See, thought, I think we made a mistake again. We're blaming the player instead of blaming the franchise. Mm. He did get drafted to the Jets. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's mm. a sentence that you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy. Super Bowl champ, DeMarco Fall. We'll see you Sunday, DeMarco. I'll see you on the court, yeah, good I'll, man. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. All right. Factor Going to Venice Cap Beach, is, double rims. Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 
Hey guys, just so you know, I did send you guys the closest location to an Abercrombie. I didn't see it. No, I clicked on it. It said not. <laughs> said not it's accessible. Away. It's out by the lack Okay. Said closed. Fourteen years ago. There are several ago. near that. Surprised it wasn't in Bristol or Hartford or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two thousand miles away. Right. All right. So um, this morning I went to uh, Duncan uh, to get myself coffee before work, and uh, the line moved incredibly slowly. And it was only because there was only a couple cars, but each car took eight years at the to little order. Yeah, they've thing. never looked at it before. Yeah, coffee exactly. and donuts. It's, Pick. it's totally different every time you go. Um, I also always order on the app, and I say, "Hey, it's Emily. I'm at the window." So you need to know what. What you want from the drive-through before you're at the window, Travis? Put your cap. I, I, yeah, I, I, I've never, ever, ever, and I, I hit a drive-through at least once every other week, right? Um, if not more, um, I know what I want as I'm exiting the freeway. <laughs> like I don't like. Never mind getting in front of the board. It depends on where you like. If you're, let's just use McDonald's for instance, or In-N-Out. I know I want a double-double animal style with chopped chilies, fries, and a pink lemonade. I know that as I'm 20 minutes away. Yeah, I'm with you. If you pull up there, look, if you've never been, I guess, but you know what the genre is. You know Taco Bell's got tacos. You know that McDonald's has hamburgers. So authentic. It's not that complicated. Just, if, just knock it out. If you don't know what you want, go inside. You have time to see. And also, Kate, this okay. one, one um, out of thing. I'm, I'm not I'm, going listen, that far. I'm, 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 I'm going to go and support the people. I have no idea what he they want here. on FaceTime with someone I mean, he's uh, up, up to the window trying yep. to get their order. Yep. It's, okay. it's a lot. Okay, here's my thing. Guy's deal. Here's, me th- here's my thing. Okay. Starbucks is probably the only place I really go through consistent basis on one of those drive throughs Do I already know what I want from Starbucks? I do. However, when I do pull up, maybe I'm looking at the screen and saying, wow, there's so many great items here. Should I add something to my order? Maybe I'll just take a quick second. But for the most part, I'm in and I'm out. I'm with you on the whole, and this doesn't even have to just be a drive-through. How about when people are walking into the same Starbucks every single day that they go to, and they're looking at the menu like they've never walked into a Starbucks before, and then they're looking on their phone talking to somebody? That kills me right there. Okay, no, what, what do you want again? Okay, that's right. Ask Patricia. Always write Who? it down. Why are you asking Patricia? <laughs> I'm in line. I think there are certain kind of ways to do it. If somebody needs a second, that's fine. You sounded like you were you were not in the mood to wait even no. 30 seconds was, for somebody. It was totally 13 minutes extra in this drive-thru, which is a long time in the drive-thru. Long time in the drive-thru. It is. That's a long time. What do you got, Taylor? Taylor? Okay, fact, I know what I want, but Emily, I think you're doing this wrong. You're ordering ahead, you said, right? Go in. Yeah. Go in at that yeah. point. Just go get the order. Drive-thru's always longer. Always, always longer. Always, always longer. If you already ordered ahead, then just go grab it from them. Was it uphill? <laughs> yeah, see, key question. Uh, no, it was not. There are no. lines that wrap around a drive-thru and there's not a soul inside. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go inside. Of course. It, like you said, it's always quicker to go in, especially if you've ordered ahead. It's usually just sitting there on the counter. Yes, but then I also like want to listen to my podcast. Anyway, it's a, it's a whole thing. I, I know that listen, I'm in the wrong. You should have used those 13 Ear, minutes AirPods. to listen to your yeah, podcast. Yeah, you would have had <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, a that, lot that, more time to listen to up. the podcast. That I know. I'm in up. the wrong. I'm in the wrong here, I guess. It's fine. Uh, but okay. So uh, this is a story from Michael Imperioli, who uh, played Christopher. Christopher. Mm-hmm. Chrissy Moltisanti. Yep, on the Sopranos. So he talked about his first day of work, and he said this, uh, and how he... Um, had a very terrible first day. So he said, I had to drive backwards down a sidewalk. He didn't know how to drive at this point in time. With trees on both sides, 
blah, blah. Uh, I did it like four times and the fifth time, boom, right into a tree. Airbags go off. Jim's head snaps back. It was my first day. I met the guy. There's smoke, people running, and I'm like, they're going to fire me. Man, this is really bad. This is his first day at The Sopranos? Yes. Okay. Uh, With Gandolfini in the car with him. So he had to drive. He didn't know how to drive, and he ran into a tree on his very first day on the job. That's a good start. So you have had a very terrible first day at work before. Uh, Alan, that's your cap. Terrible first day at work. No, I don't think I have to cap for me. Golden Crow? I'm trying to think. I didn't get, Never I didn't get hired. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get that far. I didn't get that far to, to have a bad day at work. So I've only really had three jobs in my life. The rec center, worked at the 1090 down in San Diego Sports Radio Station in this station. Maybe you could say... Worked at a country slash, remember I told you the country slash oh, oldies because they, they sold 690. Yeah. I mean, that was just a bad day every day because I didn't, what was I doing at a country oldie <laughs> station? But I didn't have a moment like that. It's like, hey, I just got started and it went from there. <laughs> no, I plenty of bad last days. <laughs> I mean that's that's kind of you work in this business a long time that your last day is very rarely a good one unless one. it's retirement. But no, first days because there are. I mean that's a unique uh, set of circumstances where you have to perform at a high level uh, as an actor. But usually the first day is like coffee pots over there. Here's yeah. your desk. Why don't you settle in? This is Brenda. She's from HR. Make yep. sure that you fill out your paperwork with her. The first day is like the easiest day you're ever going to have. I just thought of one. I'm going to throw this one in real quick. I was working 1090. It was one of my first events that I was working. San Diego State had a basketball game. We carry the Aztecs, right? I'm going to go load for promotions. I'm doing the put up the tent, pass out the koozies, keychains, all that stuff. Just your literally your typical radio event. I park, and I'm not supposed to be parked where I'm parked, but there's nowhere for me to park. And I got to take this tent and everything else. So I'm like, I'm going to do this real quick. Just put it in and come back. I come back. Ticket. Full ticket. (laughs) So the first day I'm telling, or the first event I'm telling my promotions manager at the time, Rich Bachman, I remember the guy's name. I'm like, he's like, how'd the event go? Went pretty good. I have a $300 ticket and I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I thought he was, you know, what's going to happen. They ended up covering it. So I got lucky. Not bad. Taylor? Uh, yeah, fact, I've had a few of these. Um, I think I was 14 or 15. I was working at a warehouse, and in this warehouse, they had forklifts, and they had these big boxes of, of seed uh, soybeans. And they decided to throw me on the forklift at that young age. I wasn't I wasn't certified or anything. This like wasn't this, this wasn't OSHA <laughs> OSHA approved at all, and they, they were kind of uh, shorthanded, so they threw me on the forklift one day. And I had about four or five of these these heavy boxes on the forklift, and they're just full of soybeans. And I, they were top heavy. I took a, I took a turn too fast, and I just <laughs> I knocked off I knocked all the soybeans all over the ground. And did you uh, have to put them back in the box? Are they usable? Do you have to throw them away? Um, at that point, we just I think sweep them up. Yeah, sell we, them. we swept them up. Sell them. We swept them up. Put the 15-year-old on the forklift. What could go wrong? <laughs> I, I was back on um, like a month later. Awesome. I, they were forgiving. Uh, I worked at, <laughs> I worked at a daycare when I was uh, in college, and uh, one of my first days there too. I mean, it's just typical kid stuff, but uh, yeah, I just got both uh, poop and pee and vomit on me all over one time. Day. So oh. it was just like great. This one like kid was just being a lot, and then I also had a kid I could not soothe. He had a really bad separation anxiety from his mom. Couldn't soothe him whatsoever. Yell so yeah, that was <laughs> great. You want idea. lunch? <laughs> What's the matter with you? 
Stop crying. She's coming back. Gosh. Maybe. Yeah, that's always a good one to tell them. <laughs> All right. So we should uh, have a daycare here. <laughs> We'd be great. Right. Uh, Lots and I watched uh, Sixth Sense, not for the first time, but again for the first time in a, in a bit. And, you know, great movie, great twist. So you enjoy trying to figure out the twist of a movie when you're watching it. Uh, Taylor, Factor Cap. Uh, I don't. I, I'm, I'm somebody that likes to go into a movie without watching a trailer. I like to be completely surprised every time. Trev? Um, I'm with Taylor. I, I I I don't mind knowing that. Oh, you're really gonna like this. It's got a cool ending. Like I like that. That doesn't bother me. But I don't need to try to. I don't. I'm not. Whether I'm reading a book or seeing a movie or or whatever it is, I'm not trying to solve it as it's going on. I'm just letting it kind of wash over me, enjoying it as it happens. Um, I don't need to know the twist ahead of time. I don't need to figure it out. But the movie you're t- when you do get the big reveal at the end, you're like, oh wow, that was that's awesome. It's it's really really exciting. But I don't need to know going in. And I'm if it's, happy if it's too Halloween obvious, ends, it's not a good movie. You right. guys should go see Halloween Ends. So good. So good. Um, I kind of fall in the same line here. I, I don't want to like do any research. Like when I go see a movie, I don't watch. Do you watch trailers usually? Occasionally. I don't usually even watch trailers yeah. unless it's like a documentary. If it's a documentary, all right, I'll. Do, I'll does everybody die? Can I kind of have an idea of it? <laughs> That's the um, worst thing to do it. Does everyone get killed at the end? No, yes. the documentaries Let's are important because then, then you're going to find out whether you want to see it or not. You know, documentaries yeah. take a lot of time. So I'm I'm kind of on the same boat as this one. Did you did you know that he was dead when you watched it this time? Hey. <laughs> well, that movie's got to be is it 20 years old. The funny thing Spoiler. is, so I watched it maybe for the first time in 2012, and I did not have it spoiled. Obviously, we know, like the kid says, I see dead people, because that's everywhere. So you find that out, and you're like, oh, that's the that's the twist. And then, But I didn't, I hadn't had it spoiled for me, so maybe you just ruined it for someone else, Travis. Well, that's fine. I don't really care about that. It's 20 years old. <laughs> you Jacked haven't up, seen bro. it by now. You haven't Jacked seen up. it. Not be considerate. problem. I'm considerate me. Nice to meet you. My name's Travis. <laughs> you should pay attention <laughs> to who's sitting across from you every single day. All right. Uh, make sure you're listening. We're going to give away another LAFC fun box before the end of the show. Uh, that's coming up before too long. Today is the anniversary of two different World Series here in town, and I'm going to make an argument that they might be the two least memorable ones ever. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, guys. So I just got the uh, the email, the eliminator pool. I'm fired. So, <laughs> like the worst day is the last day, right? Um, all right, help me with this. There's three of us left. There's are a couple of teams that you would expect to be pretty heavy favorites, but most of them are road teams. Um, Baltimore, Tampa feels like a stay away. I don't need any part of that. Carolina, Atlanta don't need any part of that. I'm going to skip this next one because I think it might be the pick. Okay. Miami has Tua back. Looked pretty good last week. Mm-hmm. With Tua, they've been really, really good. They're on the road at Detroit, who's won one game this season. Not crazy about Means that one. Means they're due. Yeah, I'm not crazy about that one. And Jared Goff lives to torment me, so if I pick that one, Jared Goff's going to throw for 500 yards, so I 100%. feel like that's a, t- a stay away. Arizona, who I think is genuinely lousy, at Minnesota, who's leading the NFC North. In Minnesota, Arizona, 
Anybody? Anybody want any action on that? No. Why not? Arizona can have one of their good games once a month, and it could be against Minnesota. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And Minnesota, it's Kirk Cousins. You yeah, really, it's not you, like you they're... You love Kirk Cousins in a big moment? What time is the game? Uh, One o'clock. That's better for Kirk Cousins, clearly, because he can't play in primetime. That, good point, good point. But Kyler Murray... They should not air any of the games, not even locally. <laughs> play them on Saturday afternoons. It's when... streaming, but it's after the game ends. <laughs> All right, here's the other one that I think is particularly interesting. Tennessee, who got off to a terrible start, but has been really good since then. Yeah. At Houston, who stinks. Division rivals. Division at rivals Houston. on the road. Give me some more. All right. Uh, New York, only one loss. At Seattle. No, I want nothing I, to do I that. I agree with that. Cincinnati, bad start, okay. playing a lot better all yep. of a sudden. Against Cleveland, who stinks. In at Cleveland. Cleveland? In Cleveland. That's a Monday nighter. I like that one better than some of the other ones you picked. Okay, here's the one that I'm leaning towards. And by the way, feel free to send me your input on Twitter. I would love to have because I, want, I, want, I need to blame somebody when we, we ultimately do this <laughs> is, is basically what we're getting at. The Dallas Cowboys are at home taking on the Chicago Bears, who are dreadful who also just put nearly 40 points on Bill Belichick in New England hey. on Monday night and got me knocked out the first time. But weather won't be an issue. So they have had their two wins in bad weather days. So clearly if they're playing in Dallas, it won't weather won't be an Inside, issue. Dallas is Dallas is good. Dallas yeah. that uh Micah Parsons going after Fields, I feel like that could swing in my favor. Dallas is good. Dallas has Dak back. You said Dallas at home too, right? Dallas is at home. Do you have any idea what they have left? I don't. I, I do, the picks don't go up until the games start. Then I okay. know who who's picked who. May says split in all caps. There, not you an option. Not There's even not an option to split. So this somebody time. said, yeah, but, somebody's but I don't, trying I don't not even to think split. Think it was a somebody because I was never given the option, unless they just went back to my previous where I offered to split. Maybe that could be it. That the other two people that wanted to stay. You think in it's were automatic keeper. that I all three lost? That bam, you got to go again. Could be. Okay. Dallas Lee. Dallas or uh, or Cincy. So we're going. I'm basically, Dallas. I'm putting my money on Micah Parsons or Joe Burrow. That's what we're choosing, right? Parsons seems like a more consistent bet. Am I wrong? You haven't used Cowboys. Go Cowboys. They're home. Too. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I, I reserve the right to change my mind. The Bears are unstoppable right now. They're <laughs> if going. Justin Fields beats Bill Belichick and Micah Parsons in back-to-back weeks. That's pretty funny. I'm done watching the NFL. That's pretty funny. Until next weekend. And then I'll be right back in all over again. Um, Today, it's the two-year anniversary of two Southern California World Series. The Dodgers, a couple of years ago in Texas, when they beat the Tampa Bay Rays. Let me say that again. The Dodgers beat the Rays in Arlington, Texas. Yep, makes a lot of sense. To win the World Series. Um, And the Angels beat the Giants in the 2022 World Series Mm. um, back, or yeah, the 2002, I should say. Feels like it was 20 years ago. It was 20 years ago. The Angels were team number two here in town since they showed up. It's the Dodgers, no big deal. Yeah. They win the World Series, they're still team number two. Fast forward 20 years, they're still team number two. They're still run, um, you know, we'll see what it looks like with a new owner. But it really didn't move the needle in any meaningful way, right? For Angel fans, super exciting because, but it didn't change the balance of power at all in this city. It was like, oh, Angels won, I think it was the first time they'd been around 50 years, give or take. Yeah. Um, exciting. It was a good World Series, but it was like, yeah, okay. It was the Diamondbacks. It was the um, the Florida Marlins. It just, it just kind of had that feel of, oh, okay, that team won. It didn't change much here. I think this is the only lens that you could look at things through. You could only look at things through an L.A. perspective. 
right? True. Like that's just that's just how it is. You have the Los Angeles Dodgers that you watch every single night, and it's. It, I think sometimes it's tough for Dodger fans Can I tell to you a secret. Yeah. You know, not last night because the Lakers were on. On Tuesday night, do you know what I watched? Already? It wasn't the Fernando. Fernando. It wasn't Fernando, but it was really Well, it can't close. even be the Dodger channel right now. Already? 88 World Series? Is there, is there one warmer, of them? Warmer. Getting warmer. It was the Dodger Mentory. It's what they're called. Okay. The, it was the Dodger Mentory on the 1990 or 1988 NLCS. Do you know where I am? <laughs> do you know where I am at this stage? It's so stupid. Uh, I think two days ago, they had their exit interviews. AJ Preller. Uh-huh. And, Bob Melvin, all that. I'm like, I don't want to hear anything yet. <laughs> I get it. That's where I, I am get, right I totally now. Totally get it. But maybe in a week or two like, weeks. So okay? she's gonna hit this home run off a of good, and here it comes. Here it comes. He did it. Yes. He maybe did. I should do that he with the Lakers. Maybe I should be freaking talking about what they did Go back twenty and years watch ago. Kobe throw Shaq that lob yeah. <laughs> against the Blazers. I'll do that. But yeah, you say it didn't really move the needle for the Angels. Yeah. I I don't think that's ever going to change. I just don't think that's ever going to change. The Clippers are. A good team. Yep. They got the richest owner in professional sports. He gave them $400 million in an Escalade. They just put all the cash in an Escalade, pulled up to the Great Western Forum or we to done. the Forum and said, this lawsuit is over, right? And it's done. <laughs> now he's building his stadium. By the way, that place is enormous. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Oh, so it went I from- get confused when I walked out of SoFi. I'm like, I don't know what's going I don't know where's it, what's going up here. Is this commercial? Is it the stadium? It went for, it's right across from Hollywood Park Casino. Okay. And so that's Century and Prairie. Okay. Okay. Um it's went from a hole in the ground to this giant structure in what felt like five minutes. It's Damn. Huge. <laughs> it is so impressive from the road. These squads. And this is why I say I don't think you're going to fully understand it because the teams that you associate yourself with, they're not normal teams. The Dodgers are not a normal team. They're just not. You know, it, you can't – you'll crack a joke about the Diamondbacks, about the Padres, about the Rockies, about the Angels. Those are actually the norm. <laughs> it's funny to think of it The that Dodgers right. are the powerhouse that – are, have been on steroids for so many years because they're just such a powerful brand. They represent L.A. closer than any other uh, baseball team does. The Twins are different. The Padres are different. You kind of look around. I think the Angels, when you say they never made a crack into the market, I think you're right, and I don't think that will ever change. Yeah, I, maybe not. But you would have thought that, okay, World Series, haircut, and by, it, it wasn't like one thing happened and the next thing happened the next day, but shortly thereafter, eight or ten years, you get – a modern day Willie Mays in in Mike Trout, a guy that is just arguably one of the best players the league has ever seen. Yeah, you get a unicorn in Shohei Otani that mm-hmm. literally we've never seen before, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, the, the cool. Let me know when he's batting, but otherwise, I'm not interested. It's just, it's a they've actually gotten less meaningful. Let me throw this out there real quick because Stat Hero of the Day, we're talking about the Dodgers winning their World Series, Angels winning it 20 years ago. Stat Hero of the Day presented by Stat Hero. Daily fancy app that focuses on the player lineups, not the Vegas lines. Sign up at StatHero.com and use that promo code 710. Get that 100% deposit match that we keep talking about. Put mm-hmm. in 50, they'll give you 50. That's promo code 710. Make sure to go to StatHero.com. Reshaping the future of daily fantasy. Visit StatHero.com for details. That's probably the only thing that could change what you just said. If you have, if the Angels were actually good, like really good, and Shohei Otani is Shohei Otani, maybe then now you're getting some people to come on. Like it, it's going to take that type of double combination 
to not ever compete with the Dodgers, but get people to say, I'm interested in that. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm never going to not be a Dodger fan. I would never switch from the Dodgers to a different team. But if the Angels were really good and Otani was in the – if Otani were still playing a week ago, Mike – I would support the local. I would you're out watch in Anaheim, those games sure. virtually every night. I, I would flip back and forth between those games. When it was a commercial Dodge game, I'm going over there. I want to see it. And now it's – is Otani pitching tonight? No, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> is is he in the lineup tonight? No, I'm out. And, and yep. that, I mean, that's been that way for a very – very long time. All right. Uh, the Lakers continue to look a lot like the Lakers. So I'll take a couple what, segments off. What is the goal? What is the goal now that you've played a handful of games? You know what the schedule's coming up. You know that you have what you have. Where do you go from here? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.